Well, if you've been following me on Facebook and Twitter and a lot of other places, you know, recently I've been really excited about uh, this this new project coming out by Johnny B. Morbid. Uh, he's doing a new album, his first album in like, uh, I think, four years called Welcome to Die. There's a Kickstarter campaign going on right now for it. And I'm really honored to be talking with the man himself right now. Johnny B. Morbid, welcome, sir. Thanks for having me, Corey. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Dude, welcome to die. Tell everyone about this. This is so exciting. Uh, welcome to die um, is going to be the... You're, you're right in saying that it's the first album that I've done in uh, four years. And... We're shooting for a minimum of ten new tracks. Uh, if the push, if the push for the Kickstarter uh, keeps going the way it has been, and, and we wind up uh, significantly surpassing our goal, which we've already met, but if we keep going at this momentum, then we'll be able to uh, afford to, to record more than ten songs. Like we're not doing ten songs because there's only ten songs. Like we're restricted by you know funding. Really, like so. It like what I'm saying is there will be more bang for the people's buck if uh, we we keep pushing it as hard as uh, everyone has been. Um, the idea for Welcome to Die is, has been around for a few years now. I actually started writing songs for this uh, shortly after Monsterpiece, and some of those songs are going to be on this album. And some of them were scrapped naturally. Um, but yeah, I had an idea for kind of a, a superhero-based album for a few years now, and I'm not going to make it all superhero-based, because I think that's a really stupid idea to to limit yourself, you know? Like, I don't know, if I was in the Mars Volta, maybe I would humor doing a con concept album, but I, I don't know, I, I, I'm not one for concept albums, so... Some of the songs will have kind of light superhero themes. Obviously, the title track will. Um, are you familiar yourself with the reference of the name of the album, by any chance? Uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm into, like, horror comics, and that's about it. I don't do a whole lot of super com oh. uh, superhero comics. So I, I imagine, okay. yeah, I, um, so what, uh, what's going on with that? I mean, I, I guarantee it, like, a ton of my listeners out there know exactly what it is. But I'm just I not there. So let me, <laughs> yeah, let me break it down. Uh, there was an X-Men arcade game by Konami in 1992. You could play it at, like, you know, most arcades. I used to play it all the time with my father on the boardwalk in Seaside Heights. Uh, we'd go to this place called Coin Castle, and, and just I would play that one game, and then we'd go home, and we'd like, spend all the money on this one game. And there's a part in the X-Men game where Magneto intervenes for the first time in the game and he zaps this cliff that you're standing on and makes you drop down. But right before he zaps you, he laughs at you maniacally and he says, X-Men, welcome to die. And it's become like this uh, goofy, iconic thing in like nerdy type circles and stuff like that. And uh, it resurfaced in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 that came out, I don't know, like a year or two ago for like PlayStation 3 and Xbox and stuff. Um, and Deadpool, the character Deadpool is in that game. And when uh, Deadpool faces Magneto in the game, he 
he uh, makes a reference to the 1992 arcade game. And he makes a mockery of Magneto in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. It says, Magneto, welcome to die. I was like, oh my god, I remember that. And it was really funny to me. And then they released the X-Men game on like the PS Network and stuff. And it's like, uh, it was just uh, like my childhood was like creeping back into my subconscious. And I don't know. I, I, it was whatever. I, we're a horror band. The use, the overuse of the word "die" is always good, I guess. Right? I don't oh, yeah. know. Plus, I could throw in this. I could throw in this corny reference to uh, cater to to my retardation. So, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I decided to do. I don't know how else to really justify it. <laughs> I love. It. it reminds me of uh, all your base are belong to us. I don't know. Yeah, if you know it's, it's exactly. It, <laughs> that's exactly what it was like. It was like a poor translation kind of thing that was never corrected. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, that's great. That's great, man. And uh, congratulations, though, on on the Kickstarter, man, because uh, it didn't take you long to to meet the goal, and it, it's still going. Um, man, you still have almost three yeah. weeks to go on this thing, and uh, but it's still that's that's not to say that people should just just uh, drop off. And not right, right. not keep giving to this and pledging because not only you keep adding some great perks, but like you said, man, the more support that there gets, the better of an album people are going to get. More songs and and um, so yeah, people really yeah. really got to keep uh, keep doing this. And uh, I, I yeah, myself, no. I'm not just I'm not just uh, saying this, um, you know, just as somebody trying to promote your work because I I gave myself and. Uh, I really want to see this made. So, if, you know, whenever I bring people on, you know, especially stuff like this, I'm really passionate about. This is something I support myself, and I'm not just throwing it out there. So, it's um, really, really important. Well, thank you. And um, like another thing about this is like the my previous five albums were all recorded by myself, like in my basement. I no longer have any of my home studio gear anymore. Uh, I I was unable to, to keep up with the, the technology, the rate of the, that the technology is moving at. And the stuff I got was in 2005. It's, that's obsolete technology now. And um, so this is going to be the very first uh, Johnny B. Morbid album recorded at a real, in a real studio setting. And um, we're going to be doing it had a friend of ours uh, out in Tabernacle, New Jersey. His name is Dan. Uh, he's agreed to work with us, and I, I've known him. He's acquaintance of mine for maybe like eight years. Uh, he was in a band with my guitar player. Um, they were called the Concubine, and they, they, they both know their stuff about audio, and they both work with uh, audio professionally now. Uh, so that's, that's where we're going to be doing it out in Tabernacle, New Jersey. That just so. completely tripped me out, man, because I used to be in a band, uh, with a guy named Dan from Tabernacle, New Jersey. And I'm sure it's not the same guy. This is like 15 years ago, <laughs> but this trips me out. He used to, he, he played guitar and he was like a shredder and he'd show me a, a, a riff and I'm like, wow, that was a really great riff. And then I'd be listening to like a Slayer album later and I'm like, dude, he just ripped that riff off a of Slayer. Man, and so he never had anything original, and he'd just bring me like Slayer and Metallica riffs as if they were his. And but that that totally has nothing to do with anything except just when he said that it was amazing. But um, wow, wow, 
Yeah, so you'll be getting in the studio. And actually, that's amazing that you said, you know, your other albums you recorded pretty much in, in your basement on home recording equipment because I was just listening to Monsterpiece again just to sort of, you know, go back. And, of course, you know, it's on Spotify, I think. A lot of your stuff's on Spotify. And uh, right. so I, I went back and I was listening because I knew we'd be talking and I wanted to brush up. And I'm like, oh, this this is actually pretty good, you know. And uh, I uh, the, the quality was great. So... I can only well, imagine yeah, what you're going to do. Uh, even though that was recorded at my place, we that was the first one that we outsourced for mixing. Um, we a, a buddy of mine, um, Jeff, uh, who I probably know for like ten years and grew up playing in, like his his band would always be playing with my band somewhere since we were like fifteen years old, and uh, we used to go to him for a lot of stuff when I was growing up. But anyways, uh, we went, so I, I sought him out for the mixing stage of Monsterpiece, at least. And he got it sounding sounded, ah, sounding the way you know you hear it. And we, we got it mastered from some place in uh, California. But I think this time around, we're going to try and get in touch with um, Alan Douches, who's, who's done stuff for, I mean, countless, countless uh, metal and punk bands. I mean... He did Misfits albums as well, and mm-hmm. the guy knows what he's doing, and I, hopefully I can work something out with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be awesome. I can't wait. And uh, the, uh, the perks that you're doing, dude, first of all, I, I just love what you're doing with this whole Kickstarter thing because you're having so much fun with it, and you're entertaining me. I mean, it's pretty much like every every day or two, you're putting up like a video or, or something, and it just I'm, I'm laughing my ass off like all, all the time. These are great. Um, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I, I feel like not taking yourself seriously is a is a big part, uh, or, or almost something that gets lost in, in this realm of uh, pro- professions. You know, it's everyone's so so serious all the time and. Uh, and artsy fartsy, you know what I do is is so fucking amazing and and whatever. Well, uh, that's fine, but it's like if you take yourself that seriously, you wind up becoming a joke anyway. So why don't you just joke around from the get go and just you know play along with with everybody and and everybody can have fun and be stupid and you know it's it's counterproductive to to think your your stuff is so above and beyond and like like nah, that's crazy. It's just like. I just want to do my thing, and, and I, I hope that people will support me. And you know, let's just all have a good time building this thing up together. Because it's it's not just about giving to me; it's it's about being involved. It's like when you get that CD, it's going to be like, oh, I'm responsible for this. The people who get the CD are going to be able to say that I am responsible for this, and you yourself, who pledged, I am responsible for this. You know, and that's kind of cool. Like, I wish that, you know, bands that I really listen to would would do something like that, you know, at to some level to, to get their fans inv- involved. But not everyone is doing it, not just yet anyway. So, yeah, I think it's a useful tool to bridge the gap between uh, fan and uh, artist, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the interaction that comes with this, man. And I, I'm sure you've just met a lot of really cool people through the process and people are getting to know you and and you're keeping it real. You know, like you said, you're not you're not taking it so seriously and you think you're just, you know, over and above everyone. And yet you have an extraordinary amount of talent and you sort of I, I mean, in a lot of people's eyes, you are sort of up there. But 
man, when you put out these videos and, and you're just uh, really laying it all out there and really telling us you need our support to get your vision done, man, it's just like you're just sort of one of us, you know? And Well, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm just a dude. Like, I just, I, dude, I'm, uh, I, I, I live in my parents' house. Like, I'm, I'm not special, man. I just want to do my thing and, and, and get people involved with that if, if they care to. That's all I'm trying to do. You know, it's not really, not too much to ask for. Like I said, they're not donations, you know? Right. They're not donations because you get stuff in return. Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) Absolutely. And you got a lot of cool perks on there and you keep adding different ones just sort of as, as you come up with them. And, uh, you know, of course you can donate what, as little as five bucks or can you even go lower than that? I think you can even, sometimes you can go lower. you can donate if you want to, like if, if you, you know, times are tight for everybody, myself included. That's why I needed to do the Kickstarter in the first place, you know, and if you can't afford to, to do one of the, the higher pledge levels, there are, you can donate a dollar if you want to, like you can totally do that. But then the, the, the cheaper pledge levels run between the range of $5 and $25, and there are four in that range to choose from. And it's like, if you're going to go out and buy a pack of cigarettes, well, maybe take care of your lungs that day and maybe just throw me five bucks and get your name in the album. You know, something like that. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, it's much healthier to, yeah. to support, support it's, you it's than healthier. support your health, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's healthier to support my Kickstarter than go buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> exactly. That's all the motivation people should need out there to do this. Um, right. but dude, you know, even at the $10 level, you get a digital download and right. t- 10 bucks is what you're paying. You know, you go to Amazon and you get an MP3 album of anything on there and you're paying 10 bucks. So exactly. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really, you're not, you're not paying a premium for any of this stuff. And it just gets cooler from there on out because you're, of course you're going to be pressing physical CDs. Um, what there are posters and stickers and then just all kinds yeah. of stuff, your autograph things and, um, yep. what is this signed in blood? Oh, I didn't even see this one signed in blood. I love it. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, that's the $50 one. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, as far as, uh, even I think, uh, the latest one you put up is, uh, some, uh, signed drumsticks that, um, correct. Yeah. And that's yeah. only 35 bucks. You know, I mean, drumsticks on their own cost about $15 a pair. So we're really not, I mean, the markup is, is, really for the shipping and the handling. And I mean, it's, it's probably after all that, it's really probably costing you about seven or $8 after we have to pay for the drumsticks anyway. And the shipping and all, like we're not really trying to hurt anybody with these pledge levels at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, and then all the money there that's left over, of course, you know, after you send out all the perks and stuff, I mean, all that's going to go into the album and it's not like you guys are sitting back and, and, uh, you know, counting the, counting the dollars coming in because that's, uh, that's all studio time right there, man. And that ain't cheap. So that's, that's exactly uh, it. I mean, uh, the studio time to, to record mix and master, uh, will most likely cost more than what I set the goal for. So, um, like, I don't want to get into numbers or anything, but we we do need to keep pushing it for sure uh, in order to do this the the right way, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, 
yeah, so just uh, a ton of things, and you put up a lot of really, really cool, uh, oh man, some cool pictures and stuff. You keep throwing stuff up here, and I just, I, I got to keep coming back here because it's just more and more all the time. And uh, I'll give you the, uh, the link will be up in the on the website here and on the show notes for everything uh, where people can find out more about this. And if you if you don't know Johnny B. Morbid and you haven't listened to him before, then I encourage you to get on Spotify. Um, and you can, you can buy your album. I think you're up on Amazon and stuff. You can, uh, uh, buy your, your past albums and stuff, but give them a listen and, uh, you'll definitely want to get behind this cause, uh, you do some good work, man. And, um, you know, we were, we were talking before the show, um, lately you've been out on the road with Michael Graves. Um, of course, yes, the... uh, that, uh, that's part of the reason why I haven't been able to really do my own stuff for such a long time. Uh, I mean, two, two years ago now is when I really first started getting involved working with him and working with Marky Ramone as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, since then, it's, it's really been nonstop. We just got back from the, uh, the Vagabond tour at the end of May. Uh, we're going out for a little, like, seven- to ten-day tour uh, the third week of July to support the Lost Skeleton Returns. Um, you guys can, you know, anybody could look that up, too. The, the next Michael Graves album that that actually that's released this month uh, June 25th The Lost Skeleton Returns comes out and then we'll support it in July but after that August and September I'm clear and it's time to track it's time to it's time to do something again and it's, it's been too long and, and we're doing it finally so I'm really excited about it and I, I hope other people are too if, if other people are at least half as excited as I am, then that will more than suffice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I am, and I've, there are a lot of people that I've talked with, you know, even whenever, uh, I went to see you guys play in Cleveland here, the, the past couple times you were through for the Vagabond tour. And then, uh, um, one before that, uh, sorry, right. the war before, of information. Yeah. Sure. War of yeah. information. Yeah. And, uh, it was just fantastic. I always go with my friend, my, I live in Pennsylvania, but he, my friend that I always go see you guys with, uh, lives in Cleveland. And every time we go, we end up, we talk about Michael and we talk about you and everything. And he has been really excited. And, um, actually he introduced me to, to you and your music, um, here oh, years wow. ago. Okay. So, uh, it's really cool. His name's Misfit Boy and he's, uh, just a great guy. So I know, man, I, there are a lot of people talking about this and, uh, talking about, you and uh, of course, you know, being out on the road. These these are not you know small names here that you've been working with. You know, Michael, of course, you know, legendary over the past several decades, and and then you know, Marky Ramone, man, he you know, yeah, dude, I mean, Marky on his own, yeah, absolutely, a living a living icon. He yeah. is the, uh, I mean, Tommy Ramone is still around, but but I mean, Marky is the last living touring Ramone. Like that's a that's a huge deal. We're talking about the last living touring guy from like the first punk band ever. Like that's crazy. And that dude rides around in my van, and it's insane. <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> gotta be so surreal. But, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's great. No, he's awesome, though, man. I love working for that guy. It's not even really like work. It's he's, <laughs> he really takes care of everybody on his team, and um, you know, I it, it's really fun experience for me, especially not. Like, me, myself, I'm not, like, an insane, crazy Ramones fan. Like, everybody likes the Ramones. How could you not? I mean, the songs are so catchy. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't like the Ramones, I think there's something wrong with you. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. But, like, I'm not a super fan. So it's not, like, weird for me. It's just, like, it's really cool for me 
to have, to have the opportunity to, to work with somebody on that level for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So being out on the road now, like you said, for so long and of course with Marky, with Michael and, and everything. And now, uh, you got a couple more months of touring, like you said, but you're going to be back in the studio so I can see just how all this energy, you know, of course you've been writing with Michael. Um, but now being able to go back and sort of write your own stuff, man, like, is there just yeah, all this energy crazy. that's been like building that you just sort of have to release now for, for your own stuff? Uh, oh, yeah. Just one thing. I'm like, Michael writes all of his, I, I, I write my parts for his songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah sure. Just to clarify, you know. <laughs> yeah, you Michael know. calling you up here in the next few days and say, dude, were you taking credit for this? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, don't want to get you in trouble. That's, uh, but uh, no, so uh, what kind of thing? I mean, what, what sort of thing? I mean, touring with people like this and, uh, of course, your younger talent now coming up. Um, what have you what have you learned from these guys that have been in the business for for decades? Like is there Um what have I learned? I I have learned to, to I, see I don't know cuz I'm I myself naturally am such a laid back go with the flow kind of guy. So the road is is an easy place for me to thrive whether I'm playing in a band or working for a band. Um, I don't have any strange hang-ups. I am not a diva. I, I am not needy by any means. I can I can rough it with the best of them, and, and you know I'm I am a road warrior for sure. I do a lot of the drive. Me and Michael do the most driving on our tours by far. Uh, I'd say I'd say I probably do the most, and then him right next to me. The both of us are are crazy with that, but um. I've learned to. Sorry to put you on the spot guess, like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure how to answer that. Um, I've learned a lot. Uh, some ins and outs of, I guess, uh, you know, the industry to some level, like a little bit. I, you know, I learn about, this, but more and more like the business end of things. Mm -hmm. than, like, the performance end of things. The performance end of things I've always been comfortable with or around since I was 14 years old. So I, I'm, I'm not a stranger to, you know, playing at a, at a weird time or playing at a weird place and, you know, whatever. That's all, that's second nature to me. But, but the professional side of it, I was never really exposed to until I started working with Michael and Marky, and it's kind of cool to... Uh, to almost be behind those closed doors finally and, and see the inner workings of how things like this develop and, and then progress and turn into the tours that people get to see. Yeah. So I've learned a lot about that, definitely. Cool, cool. And uh, so getting into the studio, of course, you know, uh, when I saw you play with Michael, uh, you were on bass and you're a fantastic bassist. Um, you also Thank play you. guitar. And yes, uh, I play, to some extent, I play guitar. I also play drums, and uh, I sing too. So, oh, so you do? So you could go like record this whole thing yourself, then? But you're not. I'm not going to. I used to. The my first three albums are just me, completely alone. I uh, wrote all the. I mean, I write all the songs anyway. Sometimes um, Archie Panic, the drummer, will contribute uh, even guitar work. He's a he's a really great guitar player as well as uh, Count Vlad Cadmus. Uh, I mean, he went to, to school for classical guitar. These, these guys 
far surpassed my abilities on guitar. Um, and, and that's why, like, I don't know, my standard was always finding people, or well, in this case, friends of mine, who could play my songs just as well as me or better. And, and I'm fortunate enough to have two people who play them better than, than I can play them. Like, I can write them just fine, but they can, like, perfect them and, and take my ideas and, and perform them uh, a, a little better than I can, for sure. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the first three albums are just me alone, uh, written, recorded, and produced just by me, by myself in my basement. And then, uh, you know, once Archie was in the band and really solidified himself as a member there, I... I I wanted him to contribute because he destroys me on drums. He's incredible. He's he's a death metal drummer. Nice. He's a guy who can play blast beats for seven hours straight and not break a sweat. Like, wow. he's a machine, and it's ridiculous. And for me to not utilize his talent on my albums would would be absolute ludicrous. So that's that's he started on some things are better left undead, and he did a lot of the songs on there. But I still did a few just for nostalgia reasons, and, you know, I could have wanted to. And then on Monsterpiece, he does, I think, seven songs on drums, and then I do one on drums, and then I had two other friends who had played with me who maybe had to step in when Archie was out of the band or, or couldn't play a gig. I had two other people play on Monsterpiece. So there are four drummers on Monsterpiece. Oh, wow. Um just because I myself enjoy including my friends as much as I can in what I do, because I have I, I get off on camaraderie. Like it's a, it's fun for me to 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 include people who have played with me in the past or who I grew up with, and I don't know. Like I like that. That's 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 cool to me. So I I do that for myself to include them. That's great. Yeah, Very I'm, smart, I'm a sucker yeah. for stuff like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, that's smart. Is uh, yeah, that you can you can hand stuff over and realize that you know there are people that might be able to play this part better than you or can do this better than you, and you're not just like yeah. just like hey, this is my stuff, so I'm going to do it all because I can and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm not stubborn, man. I really get into the teamwork aspect for sure, and like even uh, even Count Vlad Cadmus has has played some solos and stuff. Uh, the song forms to fall on Monsterpiece. He plays this crazy like power metal solo in that song. And he also plays on Humble Beginnings of Blasphemy. Um but like I said, like I wrote everything. He wrote the solos, but like I write the songs and then he kinda he kinda comes in and, and fills in the skeleton kind of thing. You know, stuff like that. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so uh, I see your projected uh, delivery for uh, the new album for Welcome to Die is uh, going to be January. It looks like, uh, according yeah, to yeah, uh, I I only I only projected so far because I feel like it's just safer that way. It's a safer bet. Yeah. I'd rather say January than say October, even though you know maybe maybe it might be ready in October or November, but that. Saying it in uh, saying that it'll be ready in January is me covering my own ass. That's yeah. all it is. Oh, that's smart. That's that's not that crazy of a turnaround, anyhow. It's not like that's forever uh, when you're right. You know, producing a, an album. That's uh, that's very reasonable, I think. And um, do you see yourself uh, touring for this at all? Trying to tour? 
Um, it depends on my schedule with, with Michael and or Marky. Um, as of now, I, I believe that there's something going on in October with with either either one of them. I can't remember. But um, so maybe there will be a tour, but it, it will not be immediate. It will not be like, hey, here's Welcome to Die, and we leave tomorrow for a tour. <laughs> yeah. it, it can't be like that. Another thing is uh, Archie Panic has has a, a child on the way, actually, who is, is due in, in a month or two. So he's going to be a father. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and, and Count Vlad Kadmus, uh he just got an apartment with his girlfriend, and he, he lives kind of far away from Archie and myself. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're growing up. We're becoming adults. It's inevitable. It's harder <laughs> now because, you know, we have actual real-life problems and, and real bills to pay, and, you know, it's not as easy as it was when we started this thing when, when I was 18. You know, it's different now, but... They they are very excited to, to be working on it with me, and I feel like they were itching for it, just like I was. We're right. definitely going to do the album. I don't know if we can do a full tour. If, if if we were able to tour, I don't really think it could be more than like a seven to ten day kind of thing, unfortunately. I mean, for me, like, I don't care about anything, man. I, I would live on the road if I could. I really don't care. Like, it doesn't bother me to be out. I, I could be out for a year straight. I wouldn't even care. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, but these guys are, you know, they have more going on at home than I do. I don't really have much to lose. So I feel maybe a 7- to 10-day tour would be realistic, perhaps. Eventually, maybe. Maybe in 2014, you know, at some point. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm close enough to you. I got a shot at maybe seeing you. I'm in Erie. So... It's only oh, cool. pretty much yeah. the entire state away, but still, it's uh yeah. Well, we we'd stay close, but not. I mean, we would do the East Coast and you know try to get into Pennsylvania at least, like Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, and maybe shoot down the coast and come back up, kind of thing. Cool. But we wouldn't be able to do like a serious like nationwide tour. No way. It's yeah. I don't I don't foresee that happening realistically. Yeah. Well, at least there's a shot that uh, some of us are going to be able to see, and uh, I hope that I'm one of those people, man. And, uh, you know, just talking about you guys, you know, you're not kids anymore. You're growing up. you got real-life problems. you got bills to pay and stuff. I mean, that's all the more reason for people to to support you, you know, realizing that, uh, you know, it's not all all going towards beer, you know. It's uh, (laughs) Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it is really important because you do, you do, I mean, you're regular people and uh, you really need it and you're super talented and creative and I think it'll make a great album again. So it's uh, yeah, super important. I just really hope that everyone listening out there will at least check this out and see what there's uh, going on. I think it, just watch some of these videos on the Kickstarter thing, man. I'll tell you, once you guys watch this, you're, you're going to be like this. Okay, this guy's awesome. Let's let's give him <laughs> let's give him some money. Uh, yeah, I got another thing. Like, if you're not really familiar with with me or what I do at all, if you could take just thirty seconds out of your life and watch the the Kickstarter video, like the main Kickstarter video, the first thirty seconds of that video will explain to you exactly who I am and what I do. So, if anyone if anyone can spare that much for me, then that's much appreciated. And if after that. 
you're just like, ah, I don't have the time of day for this guy, that's fine. At least you gave me a chance. At least you gave me a chance. Absolutely. I encourage it. And uh, just talking with you today, it confirms it, man. You're not just all show. On, on your videos, you are, in fact, very cool. And uh, I just really appreciate well, that, that I could uh, meet you and talk with you. And um, like I said, I really appreciate your work. And I've enjoyed what you have done and can't uh, wait to see what you will do. It's, uh, it's been fantastic. And thank you for putting yourself out there like this, man. Very cool. Sure. No, thank you for having me. I, I do appreciate these opportunities. It's, it's a lot of fun for me. Sure. So uh, I'll have to link up to your Kickstarter. Uh, you are on Facebook as well, and I'll put your Facebook link up there too where people can uh, connect awesome. with you. Um, is there anywhere else here on the World Wide Web where people can check you out, or is that pretty much your uh, your best avenues? Um, yeah, my, my personal Facebook is a, is a good uh, a good way, and also the Kickstarter, obviously. Um, I have a blog spot, but it's most, mostly just used, you know, as like a as a merchandise store. So, but that, uh, it's johnnybmorbid.blogspot.com. Uh, I'm on Tumblr as well and Twitter. I hate Tumblr and Twitter, but I just have one because I, I thought I should. I don't know. Everyone's but, doing it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I don't have to understand it to be able to utilize it, so whatever. All right. <laughs> well, all that will be up on the website, like I said, and, uh, Johnny, man, it's been it's been a blast, and uh, I hope we can talk again, man. Because uh, I can just go on yeah, and on. Dude, we can absolutely. talk music and when, uh, whatever. When when the album does come out, if if you want to revisit me, then let's let's do that. That's that's totally cool. I'd be honored. I'd be honored. So thank you. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely, we'll be talking again soon, man. Cool. Take care of yourself. You too.